Hello and welcome to Fat Happens, the show, the show where I'm fat. Oh shit! Okay, I gotta turn my audio down. The show where my audio is completely blown out. Can you hear me? Okay, Kevin. How's it? Yes, going? I can. Okay. All right. The show where someone is being fat. I'm your host, Spencer Crendon, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. All right. A lot going on. Uh, probably, probably should have skipped the show, honestly. But uh, you know, it's all, it's all whatever. You know, last week before the show. You actually had mentioned to Abed that you might have to drop out, and so he would have to cover for you. I don't know if you remember this. Yes. But, um, so that's something that happened, and uh, I just thought it was funny, and I wanted to refer back to it. Um, but, yeah, ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Ugh, how do we even start? How do we start? Um, I'll tell you how I'll start. Is that I was trying to think of like a starting gag for the show because that's what we used to do before I gave up. And um, I was trying to think of a starting gag and I was like, oh, let's just introduce the show like it was Harmontown. And I was trying to come up with, uh, trying to remember how Jeff introduces Harmontown. Because as of course you may be aware, Jeff would um, announce the beginning of Harmontown. He'd kind of introduce the show. And Jeff also used to be on this show at some point. So those are things that used to happen. Um, but what would it, what would he say? It was he'd say like member offhand. Yeah. Uh, from the meth district of Los Angeles, we're in dynasty typewriter. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage. Your mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. And then Dan would come out. Yeah. That's something along those lines. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. It was like, for me, it was, uh, from, you know, beautiful nerd melt, Los Angeles, Hollywood, California, Harmontown is now in session. Wow. I'm the, your comptroller, Jeff Davis. Please welcome to the stage, Spencer. And of course, the mayor of Harmontown, or your mayor of Harmontown, your mayor, the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Yo. Yo, I fuck mamas, I fuck your dads, I fuck your knees until they get scabs, you know, etc. Um, so, you know, but anyway, like I was saying, uh, before the show last week, you were telling Ahmed that. <laughs> um, okay, so that's something that was happening. What else is going on? My cat's not doing very well. Um, I think she's dying, but hey. You know, I don't know. She, uh, I got home one day. I want to say it was Thursday. And, um, she was just like, she kind of was walking like she had a limp a little bit. She was walking very tenderly. Um, there's a weird thing that happens to old people, you know, the elderly, where they slow down and you're watching like an old person, like slowly cross the street and you're like, like what's making them be slow are they not in a hurry so they're choosing to be slow do they think they're going full speed 
and are only managing to go this fast. Um, you know, like, are they in pain all the time? And by going slow, they're minimizing their pain. Are they in pain all the time? And this is just as much as they could possibly move and they're constantly, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, they move slow. Old people move slow. And like when my cat was moving, it just kind of looked like an old person moving slow a little bit where it's just like, they're just, everything is taking so long. Look, here she comes. She's kind of one step, step, step. And she kind of looks unsteady a little bit. Like she's having trouble walking, you know? Um, although she's not actually limping the same way, but she is really unsteady on her feet right now. And, um, yeah, and she hasn't really been eating very much food. Um, she doesn't really jump up on the bed so much, although she's capable of it. She did jump up a couple times, so it's not like she can't do it, but she's, she's kind of hanging out in different places than she used to hang out in the house. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know her behavior being weird and then her not eating. It's, it's not good. And she's a fucking old as shit cat. Um, so like, it's, it's not like, you know, it could be, this could be it. Um, and so that's been fucking me up. Like I said, that happened on Thursday. And so I've just been like, uh, I don't know. Probably should have went to the vet on Thursday, but I was like, oh, is she injured? Let's just monitor her movements, see how she's moving. And then it's like, well, it doesn't seem like she's injured. So is she sick? And, you know, by then I probably should have just gone to the vet, but I didn't. And then um, the vet was closed. And so now it's like the weekend and it's emergency vets and stuff. And I don't know, like the emergency vets aren't going to have access to her last lab results. And so I'm like, it would be better if I could just go to their regular vet when they're going back to doing, you know, when they're back in business. And uh, so, yeah, I just uh, I'm going to try and take her in tomorrow or something. But I don't know. I just it looks it just seems like she's dying or something. So that's not good. I mean, she might be sick with something normal or uh, deal withable, but I don't know. You know, it just she could have know, a cat even, cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even when she's fine, she just seems like she just when uh, she's just so old that I'm just constantly worrying about it. I'm gonna close my door. Hold on. Uh, say something, Kevin. I can hear you. All right. Yeah. No, it's it's hard. You know, seeing a pet in pain because I can't tell you what's wrong. You don't know if it's serious. You don't know, like, you know, what you should be doing. Are you overreacting? Are you not? You know, it's it's a lot of guesswork that I feel way too guilty about, no matter how I decide. Yeah, it just yeah, and it just uh, I don't know. Like, I I feel like they're I don't know. Vets are always trying. <laughs> This is not realistic. Uh, this is not something I should say on uh, a, a format. But vets, they love to suggest you kill your pet, you know. So I half expect, like, I'll roll in and they'll be like, oh, yeah, she's got a, a failing kidney or something. You know, I don't know, whatever. Um, it's probably better to just kill her now. And it's like, I mean, is that what you think? And they're like, yeah, we've seen this all the time. This is what we recommend. And it's like, well, I don't know that the cat would you know agree you know like i don't know it's just a whole thing i can't i just can't think straight and i'm going through other shit too uh that legal situation i was talking about that i legally can't speak about that's still happening although uh i'm hoping i'm, I'm trying to make it more legal I'm, I'm working to make it legal this sounds crazy people are gonna be like what the fuck he's talking about and uh imagine it's something crazy that it's not but hey 
I'm suing Spencer. Life. Yeah, Kevin's suing me. Um, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> we got secretly married. Um, but yeah, so you know that's happening, and uh, it's just it's all a mess. And this isn't even like. I don't even think also, you know, like I said, I relapsed on weed. I got to stop smoking weed again and quitting weed sucks. Let me tell you that quitting weed sucks. I mean, I'm sure quitting most drugs is bad and worse than quitting weed or whatever. Don't get me wrong, but man, quitting a drug is not fun. And uh, this should like, this isn't even why I'm like feeling weird or whatever. But also another thing happened. Uh, We found out that the show we had in development uh, finally died. So it was basically dead this whole time. But we found out that it actually died. Like it literally passed away. Um, much like my cat is going to. Can you, um, without going into too much detail, but can you shop that around now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, it's it's been basically walking dead this whole time. And now it's like dead, dead. And it's like, yeah, we could try and resurrect it, but there's not any reason to really believe that will be successful. It's like, yeah, go for it. You know, it's we already put in the work. So if we can get money uh, without having to come up with something new, sure. But generally speaking, when this happens, even if you do have the opportunity to pitch it around more, it's just, you know, it's dead regardless. You know, so um, it's not necessarily over, but. It's it's good to just have like closure at least uh, because it was like come on this thing's dead right you just just tell us that it's dead it's obviously dead and then they just wouldn't tell us and then finally now they have so it's like great now we can fucking admit it and uh, get on living life so yeah you know everything's bad I don't know and now we're about to go through a whole election year. This is going to be crazy. I mean, I guess it's kind of honestly lucky that we've made it this far without it being more crazy election shit than it has. I mean, I know that the Republicans have been doing primary and debating and stuff for a while now, but like, it doesn't feel like anyone really cared about that that much. It felt more like just going through the motions, you know? I go, McSweeney's is going to write about, you know, Republican candidates and not just McSweeney Maura Quint's going to write about it because we had Maura Quint on and she writes about the the Republican presidential debates um, which is masochism I can't understand but hey whatever what the fuck is happening I feel like I'm in a fever dream right now anyway Kevin about uh, about seven minutes ago uh, Kevin posted a message And the message says, before the show last week, I had mentioned to Abed that he might have to. (laughs) No, it says, I don't know if you want to beat this to death, but I just, but I did just find an audio clip of Dan doing a mama rap from before he moved to LA while still in Milwaukee. So talk to us about this. You Uh, just found that? Yeah, this was considered like lost. Like people were looking for this for a while. So. Dan and Schraub and a bunch of other people um, were part of this. It would part of comedy sports, you know, um, they're called the dead alewives in Milwaukee. And they released a CD that people have been looking for, for a very long time. And somebody finally found a copy of it. And on this was a track called mama rap and it's Dan and somebody else. I'm not sure who uh, doing a, a mama rap. 
That's cool. You know, the Dead Alewives were responsible for that uh, comedy track about Dungeons and Dragons being Satan's game. Um, and uh, that became like a viral internet clip on YouTube and stuff. It's like, and that was that was Dead Alewives. That was Rob and Dan. Like, uh, Rob is the one off camera or like off screen or whatever yelling about where's the Cheeto, where's the Mountain Dew where's the cheetos and uh i'm pretty sure dan's the one who says i'm a te- no i think dan's the dm actually in that um but yeah it's a it's a crazy clip i mean there's a it's like that's me and my friends used to have the dr demento album that that track appeared on and we would listen to it all the time and stuff so it was a weird weird coincidence but so they found it. How did you happen upon it? Was it happening? Were they talking about it in the Discord? Did you see it on the Reddit? No. Um, somebody reached out to me a long time ago asking if I had a copy of it. Uh-huh. And I said, no, I didn't. And then haven't didn't hear back from them for ages. And then they just suddenly reached out to me again saying, hey, we finally found it. Here's a copy if you want it. Oh, wow. That's awesome. We should... Have you talked to Dan about that? I wonder if he wants to put it out or something or like put it on Spotify or something. Um, I sent it to Schraub and he said he was going to take it into Dan, but I haven't heard back yet. Yeah, I wonder. Um, Well, hopefully we can delete this if it causes anyone any problems. But Yeah, I haven't listened to this, so I don't know if this aged well or not. So it, this may get cut. Oh, God, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Let's, let, let, let's, let's play this out live and then maybe delete it. Yeah, I just I, I've I've retrospectively thought about that I I involve myself in a lot of controversy and uh, this is the kind of this is the reason why is because of decisions like this anyway uh yeah just go go for it sorry I saw your mama wearing a rug spending all of her quarters cold playing dig dug that's a pretty cold rhyme but your mama plays burger time eating up the pickles with a little squeeze of lime defender mind bender return to sender I might date your mama but I don't know her gender how come I saw your mama's ugly face sitting on a stool playing space ace your mama is whack man always playing pac-man I tried to pick her up and I threw out my back man isn't that your mama playing Terminator 2 with her liquid metal booty all oozing that goo? Here goes your mama playing Afterburner. Jiggle in the joystick like it's a butter churner. You better get your mama, man. She's playing pinball, begging for change with Shelly Duval. Your mommy gets none when she's playing Outrun. She's kind of like a steak because she's always getting done. Rare. Yeah, over there, she played elevator action and they made her take the stairs. That's a clever endeavor, but watch me pull the lever. Your mama auditioned for Batman forever. She's robbing, head bobbing, I left her there sobbing in a field of dreams. Completely corn cop. Oh, God. We're trapped. Okay. Um, All right. How much longer is there? I just feel like... There's there's another minute left. Okay. I'm not opposed to playing it out. (laughs) It's just when you're looking at a Zoom screen of you bobbing back and forth not doing anything while an audio track just plays on its own. You're like, I don't know what my duty as a podcaster is in this moment. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can definitely tell that like the lines that sound like Dan, who knows whose lines are Dan's or whatever. Those lines sound a lot better than a lot of the other lines, but who knows? It, it you know, reminds me of the Spanish rap at the end of that community episode. Yeah, yeah. I bet it sounds a lot like that. Definitely. Yeah, especially yeah, the meter is very kind of like, you know, the biblioteca. But yeah. all right. 
let's go back in. Let's let's keep let's keep going. All right. Oh man. I'm a cape crusader, breathing like Darth Vader. Burt Reynolds from Gator, still playing Space Invaders. Your mom looks like McCartney, singing Hey Jude, tearing up with Keanu and playing bad dudes. Street Fighter, Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff. She gave me an exam and told me to cough. I saw her on her knees in your daddy's BVDs, begging for smack in the back of Chuck E. Cheese. Man, pick up your mama, she's making me sick. Sucking up crack like it's Nestle's quick. Aw, oh, speaking of cracks, your mom's in Little Rock. Hanging with Bill Clinton and new kids on the block. She gets more action in one night than Mata Hari. But dude, tell your mama to stop playing that Atari. I must be the man because I know your mama's Chico. She got all happy because she bought a Coleco. Sitting in a basement playing River Raid. Taping old episodes and we got it made. Your daddy's finger licking but your mama's shaking bake. Plus I heard she directed episodes of Give Me a Break. Trying to barter her garters for Nell Carter. I hear she met Bruce Willis and she made him die harder. She loved Hudson Hawk but she left him for another. Hitting Demi Moore with her head like Mario Brothers. Following me around like Barker follows Clive. She plays Operation Wolf and she watches almost live. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely, you can you can feel some of the DNA there uh, between, you know, later Harmon raps and that, I think. Um, you know, obviously, I think it's a really good and funny idea to have a diss track about someone's mom and like a good half of the lyrics are about how she plays old video games like oh man she's playing bad dudes like you fucking loser she's it's like as if that you know that's that i think is pretty pretty good um a lot of but you got a lot of like references to celebrity names that were mostly just like to get rhymes and name checks and stuff it didn't like it didn't feel like it's like oh shit what an insult this person's name has been invoked in this instant you know it wasn't like i don't know like you're fatter than dom deloise or whatever it was just like you did this like someone whose name rhymes with that you know <laughs> it's like okay i mean not how much of a diss so those twin premises for a uh, a comedic song are pretty good i think it's like we're doing a diss trap about hey how your mom is similar to celebrities and <laughs> likes uh coleco vision <laughs> you know it's pretty good stuff oh oh boy so basically you know what have we learned today you know we had a we had a good show i think we covered a lot of topics you know um oh we made it honestly, 19 minutes so far yeah honestly though like the thing is it would be good to just it would be good to just read the emails because when I read the emails, it makes me feel good. You know why? Because someone wrote an email to me or to us or to you, mostly Kevin. Most people write the emails to Kevin, but it just makes me feel good uh, because, you know, someone's like, oh, I want to be involved in this. And so I kind of just want to read a bunch of emails. But hey, that's not what we do. Not yet. We will read emails, but I think I have things in my notes to talk about. Hold on. Okay. Have you heard about this Chicago rat hole? This is by you. You should go check out the Chicago rat hole. I, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. The Chicago rat hole is a uh, wet cement uh, mark. You know, like if you step in wet cement and it makes a footprint, it's like that. But instead of a footprint, it's a squirrel print. Um, although it looks very rat like. So it looks like an impression of a squirrel that's been left in wet concrete. And that's being called rat hole. Um, and people are 
leaving coins in it as tribute and coming to visit it and pay homage and pouring drinks at this in point, it. yeah yeah pouring drinks in it and at this point people are just kind of hanging out there and like you could go and see like 30 or 40 people just a rat hole chicago rat hole now um i saw i don't know how much of a you know joke it was but there was a gay wedding at the chicago rat hole today um although who knows they might have just scrambled like a photo shoot together and told people like oh it's a real wedding so who knows but um Chicago rat hole. That's what's happening on TikTok right now. So everyone's going nuts for the Chicago rat hole. I guess it's across most of social media, honestly. But someone tried to fill in the Chicago rat hole, Kevin. Um, Why would they do that? I don't know. And it wasn't like the city. It was just like some person was like, "I'm going to fill up the rat hole with with like quick set pla- uh, quick set plaster or something like that." But the heroes came and gouged out the plaster of the rat hole, restoring it to its former holy glory. Um, but yeah, there's also, I think now people aren't doing it as much, but Kevin said they're pouring drinks out, which they are. But people were also just putting like straight up drugs, like just like a small bags of pills and stuff just in the rat hole, which I think it's too popular for people to want to do that because you just drop it and I don't know, someone will pick it up immediately and just someone will grab it. I don't know. But so Chicago rat hole, that's in the news. Chicago rat hole. What do you mean? The freaking president, Joe Brandon. Um, hmm. This just says Tinder profile. Maybe we should do my Tinder profile again. Oh, man. Shit, man. Okay. This says Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies. Have you heard about this? No, no. Fill me in here. I, okay. This is, I don't know. Just so you guys know, there's an aspect to this podcast. An aspect, Jesus Christ. This whole podcast at this point is um, self-indulgence, you know? It's like, no one fucking cares. It's all self-indulgence. But a lot of the jokes that I do are like more jokes for me than anyone else. And it's like, oh, I think it's funny. But it's like, who else will get it? Like when I keep, like I was doing it last week with Abed. Like when Abed was on, I kept referencing the fact that, um, you know, before the show, Kevin had told Abed that he might drop out. And I just kept bringing that up. And I don't I don't know if it even tracks as a joke. Like, I don't know if people think, oh, that's so funny. He keeps saying that. I don't know if people even clocked it like, wow, he said that a bunch of times, you know, like, who knows? But to me, it's really funny. And um, and so, yeah, that's that's basically what what most of this podcast is. But the Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies is uh, a bit that I guess I can't do now. Maybe I'll do it later. But I wanted to do a bit about the Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies because over the winter, Kerwin Frost, who's an artist, I don't know, uh, did a collaboration with McDonald's where they were selling McNugget Buddies, which are, I guess, little action figures that look like McNuggets. I don't know. The way it looked was kind of like, I don't know if you had Weeples in school, but for me, we had these things in school called Weeples, which were for fundraisers. They were really like little pom-pom, pom-pom, craft pom, crafting pom-poms. I don't know what you call those things. You know, the little fuzzballs that they were like glued in. They had little faces glued on them and they'd sell them at the school to make money because, you know, they're made out of 30 cents of like crafting materials. Anyway, they looked like if Weeples had a form factor of a chicken nugget instead of like the school thing and you know there's like oh this is the mcnugget buddy that likes soccer or whatever i don't know what the fuck but um 
there are so many podcast ads about the Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies special box, like promotional box or whatever. And I I wanted to do a bit where I just came on the program at some point and was just genuinely really excited about the Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies <laughs> and just describing how I wanted to get them really bad and like talking excitedly to Kevin and explaining like all the different ones and their nuances and be like, oh, this one, he really likes soccer, you know, and so I got to get that one. And I, you know, th this one is like a throwback to when they did it last year and just like go way overboard trying to explain the Kerwin Frost box of McNugget Buddies. But I didn't do that. So instead, you just have me explaining this which not better i tell you that but um yeah i don't know just uh, the idea of someone really care because that's the thing is the ads you'd hear these ads and they talked like this was anything like this was something someone would understand recognize be familiar with it's like this is the third time we're doing this it's like no one knows what the fuck you're talking about i'm listening to conan o'brien right now like what are you doing like um you know um so yeah i don't know that's what that one says what else man i can't believe we didn't get to do the kerwin frost mcnugget buddies bit we might i think this was better bit. like unless yeah. you were going to do that where you just did not fill me in in advance at all and just like dug really deep on trying to sell me on this that yeah. that would have been funny but i like this too i gotta look up my notes before we do the show so because <laughs> i probably could have actually done that work i had enough time today i just didn't do it um okay so here's a weird thing on tiktok um Oh, what's it called the something effect mandela effect i was gonna call it the coriolis effect i could have sworn they called that the coriolis effect and now they're calling it the mandela effect what the fuck's happening um okay so the mandela effect is when you believe that you're in a different universe because something has changed in your reality that you think has always been the same but in reality uh you just are mistaken uh, obvious example berenstain bears which people claim used to be called the Berenstein Bears, but in actual fact, apparently weren't. Um, or Nelson Mandela, who everyone said died in prison, but apparently didn't, or whatever the fuck. Anyway, Mandela Effect. There's a Mandela Effect associated with Fruit of Loom, because as we all know, Fruit of Loom used to have a symbol. Are you familiar with it, Kevin? They used to have a symbol on their underwear. They also used it in marketing and promotion. You know their logo. Uh, are you talking like the, the people that were all dressed up as fruit? Well, that was what they used for branding, but I'm talking about the logo, the actual, you know, image mark, word mark logo. I honestly don't remember. All I can think of when I hear that is just thinking of the commercials of the people all dressed up. It mm -hmm. didn't make any sense to me as a kid. So it was called Fruits of the Loom, Fruit of the Loom. They like to use those fruit people as their uh, as their promotional marketing. So what if you had to guess what the logo was, what would you guess? Like grapes or something? Yep. It was a cornucopia of fruit. It was a cornucopia of fruit. Okay. And not just in the sense that it was like a, a bounty, a bounteous variety of food, uh, fruit. It was in a cornucopia. But okay. here's the problem. Because it wasn't. Or was it? Because... If you look at like fucking official Fruit of Loom's websites, like their actual marketing page, they'll show you the evolution of the Fruit of the Loom symbol, and they will not ever show a cornucopia, which is mind blowing to a lot of the people who are like, there was definitely a cornucopia. You even saw it in some of their TV commercials on the logo that would appear on screen. 
But then if you go back, you can't fucking find anything because it's a Mandela effect. But here's the thing. There apparently have been references that people have found to the cornucopia that have been getting like deleted off the internet and fucking fruit of loom has been talking to people with their official accounts publicly denying the existence of the cornucopia when there does actually seem to be evidence that it did used to happen so you have what's potentially fruit of the loom doing this weird viral marketing kind of arg sort of thing where they've deleted references to their own corporate cornucopia logo and are now actively denying it to gaslight people and make them like go like no i fucking saw it and like looking for like old pairs of underwear that have like the logo you know but um but yeah so i don't I don't know what the deal is because it's happened before, like with the Berenstain Bears thing, where someone has found the book and then it turned out to be a forgery, like that someone made to prove the point. So I guess it's possible that like people are fake deleting posts and uh, attributing it to Fruit Loom to like say that they're up to bad bad stuff. But it does seem very much like Fruit Loom is just hiding the fact that they used a cornucopia in there marketing logos and is just lying about it for some strange reason uh, very very strange stuff yeah. i probably should have researched that a bit more before reporting but so is it I was still that for a while is it still the mandela effect like it's literally like only one person experienced because i've had something like that where to me it seemed like some big thing changed but nobody else saw it so i don't like is, is that still mandela effect i think that is but yeah what what happened okay so Back when South Park had like maybe had four or five seasons, one day, just you know, this was like pre-internet days, you know, you had to sit down and watch it when it came out. And so I turned it on and like all the voices seemed like totally different. Like it was different voice actors doing them. And at first I was like, okay, they're doing a bit. Like, what's the joke here? Like, why why did they replace every voice actor? Like none of the voices sounded right. And then the entire episode finished and the whole thing. So I asked other people the next day at work. I'm like, hey, what did you think of the new voice actors? Like, did they, did you know, uh, what is it? Trey Parker, Matt Stone, did they did they quit or something? And they're taking the show on without them. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? That was normal. And to this day, the voices to me still don't sound right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, my best theory is just like some neuron in my brain got corrupted for that stores South Park information. And to me, just it sounds wrong, but like yeah. it, it doesn't, you know, even going back and playing old episodes now, like first season stuff and all that, none of it sounds right to me. And I think just something in my brain, just something in my brain. I don't know. Uh, you just cut out there for a sec. Oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, even if I go back okay. and listen to old episodes, um, they all sound wrong to me still, you know? So do you have a theory on like what happened other than just my brain's broken? Yeah, sorry. There was some loop or something. I thought you're like tech broke or something. But yeah, no, we're good. Um, so okay. So what I don't understand about that story is you said you go back to old episodes and they sound wrong. So yes. your understanding is just from some point on all the voice actors sounded different. Right. Some point in my life, you know, because like new episodes sound wrong, old episodes sound wrong. Just like literally one day it's just like history got rewritten and those voices sound different now. Yeah, I wonder what that is. I, w I thought it was maybe something. I don't know. Sometimes I don't think it would have been happening by the time South Park was airing. But sometimes like places when they broadcast stuff on cable and stuff, 
they would do weird things. So like, I wouldn't like, I would believe it if there was some weird, like, uh, April fool's thing or something where they like released something with different voice recordings or something, but that wouldn't be everything that would have just right. been that one episode in isolation. So, and then nobody else is like, I've searched the internet. If anybody else has said this and I've never found anybody else who even shares the same thing. So yeah, maybe I just got jumped into an alternate dimension. Yeah, because definitely if the voices changed, there'd be evidence of that, you know. Right. Like, uh, Other people would have noticed it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, that's a candidate for Mandela effect. I think it's the most, it seems like it's just something about their voices hit you different. Like, like sometimes you'll be listening to South Park and you'll hear someone's voice and you'll be like, oh, that's just like Stan's dad's voice with a little tweak to it or something. So maybe it was something like that where like hearing it at that point, you interpreted it through other, you know, associations and that just made it sound really weird, you know, kind of like, yeah, I don't well, know, like eating flavors I, that don't go together. Th- also made me thinking that like, this is some weird quirk of my brain. I am unnaturally good at like, I can literally hear one person say a syllable or two and I have not heard their voice in a year. And I can tell you exactly who that person is instantly. Like they, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, they were doing all these weird tests on people and stuff and um, trying to see like what career you'd be good at and stuff like that. And then depending on what you were good at, one thing, they would give you a bunch of tests in another area. Everyone had a completely different experience. And for some reason they honed in on me of like this audio recognition thing. And um, I was just like the, the highest score they said they had ever gotten, like, cause they had some company coming to do this and said that I was just like insanely good at voice recognition. And I think I am. You know, I can usually tell you like what voice actors do in what cartoon, even if they're doing a voice and things. So I think maybe my brain is just so highly tuned to this that just something went wrong. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. Or, uh, yeah, it's like maybe there's just some difference that you heard. And because, like, imagine it was recorded on different microphones or something. Yeah. And then, but that doesn't explain why, like, it changed everything. When I go back and listen to the episodes before this, though, too, they sound wrong to me. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, I mean, to me, they all sound like it's just somebody else doing the voice. Like it still sounds like it's like somebody else doing an impression of Cartman, not the real Cartman. Right. Yeah, that does seem kind of like the same kind of like transcription error that happens with deja vu where your like memory just gets written wrong and you're like, oh, well, OK. So like there's not really a real way to check, you know. Yeah, you can't. Ah. <sighs> This is sad, man. I think we're finding, you know, the limits of the universe right now, the limits of our power. Ugh. Man, this sucks. The podcast is bad now, too. We gotta, we gotta figure that out. Did Abed have a show today? He did, right? He did, and he and Savan played Magic. What? Yeah, they thought she'd be mad for that that. idea. Yeah, I know. That's what they said. Right. All right. Well, uh, I don't know what to say to that. I was going to ask Abed if he wanted to hang out and play Magic at some point this week, but everything's just been going nuts. And uh, it didn't happen. But yeah. hey. He had a guest canceled the last minute and needed to fill something, so that was his only other idea, he said. Yeah, you know, you never, you never, you never asked me to come on a show. You ever notice that? 
I, I have yeah. noticed. I actually have. Yeah, he's been on this show what four times now. Yeah. Yeah, I would should. say that, you know, he, uh, he is not, you know, uh, being fair. I would say that he's taking us for granted. But in fact, you know, I just use him when I'm really lazy. So it's not like I'm being magnanimous or anything, you know, and he's, he's neglecting it. It's just like, ugh, let's get Obit in here for fucking seconds. So I could just listen to someone else think for once <laughs> you, you know you're uh you're listening to Abed. i wish we were listening to Abed right now i think we should have him be on the show all the time you know um kevin asked me a question and i guess i'll say yes i'm not <laughs> sure um nikki chuck writes that kevin's deal is that he fell into our dimension and that would make sense. Abed just texted me, you want to be a guest on one of my shows? So I wonder what's happening there. Do you think Abed's watching the show? Or It would seem like he from is. The, from the good Discord is maybe uh, messaging him to try and destroy me? <laughs> from the book, Who would do that from the good Discord? That's not what it's for. It's for... Uh, that's what the bad Discord would be for. And we don't even have a bad Discord because of how good everybody is. Oh man, remember when we were talking about making a soda? We gotta we gotta make a soda. Alright, that's all the notes I have. We're out of notes. Alright, let's uh let's let's look. Let's look at the emails. Uh and if Abed shows up, we'll deal with that too. We'll deal with that. I love to deal with Abed. <laughs> What's Abed's uh, deal? Uh, what is Abed's deal? Well, I mean, that's that's always been the question. You know, he's a hard guy to pin down, etc. Uh, and add to the troubles and complaints I have for the podcast. Um, we were having tech troubles a little bit, and I had to restart my computer, and all my emails vanished. Okay. All right. What's up, Kevin? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm doing really good. Today's been a good day. Yeah. Yeah. No, it hasn't. Other I'm than really hearing about your cat, that that kind of brought me in a little bit. But yeah, well, it was. It's been a good day. Otherwise, yeah. I don't think it's been a good day. I think it's. I, I'm glad you had a good day, though. I guess that's what I should be saying. Is I'm glad you have a good. Hey day. guys. What about you? How's your day doing, Abed? Hey, what's up? Um, Can you I, hear me? Yeah. I. Oh, oh okay. Oh Sorry. God! What's I'm, happening? I'm with other people, and uh, oh shit! Well, I didn't want to waste your time. What's up? Oh no! Uh, uh, I we we finished the show, so we're just. I, what I want to know is, I brought it up on my show that the magic thing was your idea. That's great. Yeah, I said Spencer like. But also, was, also it was my idea. Also, it was my idea, and I yeah, didn't know yeah, it was yeah. your idea first. But she, don't you think that I gave you the idea to play magic in your life, Aaron? <laughs> Wouldn't you no, say? No, uh, me and Savon. Me and Savon did that. Well, didn't you? I pretty sure I suggested you uh, get married to Savon. I'm pretty sure I said that. At actually, 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 I'm the one that told Savon. I told Savon to ask her out. He had he had ner- he was nervous. 
But don't you don't you remember that I told you that you should uh, recommend that to Zavon? <laughs> you told me to. T you weren't in the room. How would I even talk to you? It was before that. Yeah, you were like sensing it in the air, and you wanted to, you know, see yeah, how you should proceed it. spiritually. I I was nervous about doing the magic thing because like it, I didn't want to like step on your toes. It's true. It, he didn't want to be a dick. Because you're you're magic man. <laughs> You know, and I feel yeah, like yeah. Cro crossing over into Spencer territory. That's I'm Magic Man, even though I'm like literally famous for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. No, but well, you also have the magic field like covered. It's like I just uh, saw yeah. a giant head of Spencer going like, "This is my idea. This is my idea." <laughs> well, I I don't know. I think it's cool that you did it, honestly. But I, you know, that's not even what I wanted to talk about. I was I was hoping to actually talk to you about something uh, today, sure. Abed. I would, um, I would you, welcome it. You actually sent me a text message today at a uh, six ten p.m. Um, it says you want to be a guest on one of my shows. Yeah, because so what do you mean? What I mean is, uh, I'm gonna. I think I might do another Magic the Gathering thing, and I'm gonna have Aaron next. But then mm -hmm. I would like to have you, like me and you, play, and then we. Yeah. Can, yeah. Or actually, you know, he could be a good third person. You should just have him before me. He's much more magnanimous. But you, it's your idea, though. Oh, it's fine. Speaking of which, Aaron, you had an idea for like a whole D and D thing. I mean, I guess maybe that's secret. We should talk about that, uh, or not D and D magic. I have lots of ideas that I abandoned. She's coming over. Yeah, yeah. Was well, it, that's was the thing. It for Abed, was it the? Well, it was a magic thing. It was a magic thing. It was a magic. Yeah. Thing? Like a oh, magic for show. Twitch, for Twitch. Oh, right. oh for right, Twitch. Right. right, 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 right. I just feel like I'm bored watching people do it. I don't know if people find it interesting to watch, but I guess they do. But you're you're bored watching people do it, but you did it on your show. Like that was an idea you Well, I had to be like coaxed out of like a foxhole by Savon and Aaron, you know. Okay. Because I how was do you like, think it went? I don't want to do my how... show because what? How, how Aaron, how do you do? Um, I mean, like Savon and I always, I mean, I guess not always, usually our games go, I win, and then you're second, and then Savon's third, but in the, your show, Savon beat you the first time, but you were coming back that second game, I, I, if the I show hadn't ended, I would have won that game because I had a better deck, I, uh, Spencer, I had one with Sagas, and it was like, I had a Tom Bombadil deck, Tom Bombadil deck, I would have destroyed him. <laughs> But I lose all the time to them, all the time. Like, sure. Very hard to win. Um, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder if they're like getting lucky all the time or if they're better or they have better cards or what. Yeah, because I think they play each other all the time. So they right. get better. Their decks. Also, like, we have this thing under the table that you like load cards into. <laughs> and then when you press a little button, it like right up your little sleeve. And then you got like, you know. Yeah, I just discovered it because I'm using it too. So like Spider-Man, it's not cheating. If you have props, so. it's the magic spider is what it's called. Yeah. The magic spider. Wow. You know what though, Spencer? Like, I mean, yeah, that's what I asked you. I texted you. Cause I was like, well, I haven't had you on my show and I think you would be good to play magic against, but you'll probably beat the shit out of me, you know? Yeah. It's not like I've ever appeared on, um, multiple YouTube series. Is that, that explicitly, you know, they explicitly showcase people playing magic, you know, for an audience. 
Um, yeah, no, that was sarcasm. Um, but yeah, because so, you've done it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it a few times. Well, so. I, I, look, if you do it well, what's the problem? It's like a firefighter saying, "You know, I'm always asked to put out the fire." <laughs> you know that is true. It's funny how that happens. It's like, hey, just once, can we build model cars? And I'm like, I had no idea that's what you like to do. <laughs> yeah. That's like recently on TikTok, there was this baker who's like uh, her her account was like Allison is a baker or something like that or Allison the baker. And oh, she had a TikTok that was like, people always ask me what my favorite thing to bake is, but I'm actually not just a baker. I'm like a real full person. And everyone got so mad at her. They're like, you can't make your account name Allison the baker and then get mad if people ask you what your favorite thing to bake is, you know. She should be Allison that I'm not a baker. Yeah. There you be go. Like, well, that, because then you could be like, oh, I, I actually am a baker. That's ironic. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. You can get away with that, you know, because then everyone yeah. thinks it's cool. Oh, because she's not that. Yeah. Mm. That's, people love now when something controverts something, it's like, it's bad grammar or whatever, but it becomes okay. Like, this mm-hmm. new world is like, there's like no dictionary anymore. It's like all, Every word is a word, you know, like I could say snurd and then you're like, yeah, I've heard of snurd. Yeah, yeah. man. Snurd's got riz. What are you I drinking there, snurd. Abed? I have this, uh, it's like an, uh, a caffeine drink, but without the calories because I'm trying to, cause I got diabetes. Called Cascade, is it? Cascade ice. You guys Cascade know Cascade ice. No. All right. It has like 160 milligrams of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Which is too well, much. What did you think about your show? What, did you feel like you wanted to win? Would you rather oh, have won? I mean, I knew I was going to lose, but it was entertaining because, mm-hmm. you know, like not only is Savon really good, but in a quick amount of time, it's either I have to do the show or play the game. I can't do both. Mm-hmm. And I did all right, but it's like I, I can't really focus. Yeah. So I could have done. I, I, I kept saying if Spencer was here, he'd be like, why didn't he play that? Why did he play that? Like you would you guys have everybody has such weird opinions of me. Like when am I critiquing people's magic plays? That's not what I do. When have I ever done that? I just remember like I I think I played you when I lost and then you saw my deck and you're like, "Oh my god, you should have done this and then you should have done this." Well, yeah, you had a deck that was a lot of different colors and it wasn't it wasn't going off and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if we can like, you know, make your deck more consistent or something." And I don't know if they made it better or worse at the end of the I day. I can't. But. Um it's sort of like in chess where I wish I could think three moves ahead. I played someone recently and they wiped the floor with me. I can't do mm-hmm. that. When I play chess, I it's like hard to strategize like like Savon could probably do it, but I'm like my brain just goes, "Okay, I'm going to react to their moves. I'm just going to play a defensive kind of game." You know, and it's kind of like that with magic. Like I just build my defense, wait for stuff to happen. I'm not like anytime I try to instigate something, like especially Aaron, I piss her off, and then it's like she's coming for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? that's that's probably a problem. Like because it sounds like you're having trouble like coming up with a game plan and then figuring out how to like execute it. But yeah, like, that's a big part of what you got to do. Usually what happens is I'll execute that plan. Either it's to Savan. Well, if it's to Aaron, she'll come after me. If it's Savan, he kind of has like either a way around it or he later will remember, oh, Abed attacked me and then he'll wipe me out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's more devious with that stuff. But Aaron's just like, all right, now you're going to get it. 
Abed's talking like I'm not paying attention to people's life count. Like he's usually the one with the most life. Why wouldn't I attack the person with the most? I'm life? trying to sit there and have a good game. Where not... he's got like no blocks. He's got no blockers. He's got nothing. He's wide open. But I'm like, and what so is the and... point? What, is, what do you mean? What's the point? Well, the point like, because I'm trying to beat you. Yeah, but I might as well hang out here. It's not a big deal. Like, oh let me God. hang out. Like, just for a couple turns, and I can get happy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how I am with magic in them. I'm like, I just want to hang out, guys, and they just both like demolish me. And then See, I feel like that's how I am. I, I, yeah, I just want to hang tough. out. You're tough because oh no no you you're kind of like them. But you're not. You're not like I can't tell emotionally what you're thinking is the difference. So if I'm I attack about you how to make everyone happy, well, if I attack you or don't, I can't tell what you're going to do next. Like you're unpredictable. You know, yeah. like, you could be harboring all this rage, but I don't see it. You know, just like well, oh, I think that's part of your problem, Abed, is that I think like you are predictable. So like if Aaron's like, oh, I bet I can attack you and not be overly punished for it. She'll attack yeah, you and then not be overly punished for it, and she'll be yeah, like, "Oh, that was a good oh, idea." Right. I'm gonna do that and next. She'll be time. like, "Are you sure?" He, use, he doesn't use his instincts. He doesn't like. He doesn't think about using his instincts. I use my instincts. Yeah, I but do you use, use them. them like. In I have to use them sometimes. In inappropriate. I, okay, times. okay, Spencer, you'll relate. I, you sometimes have to use your instincts during your turn because you want to draw a card or you want to do this from it. So sometimes you use them on your turns. Sorry, Kevin. This is like super boring. <laughs> Kevin, did you have? No, I'm, I'm I'm actually into this. No, because instance, yeah. Kevin, you can use them anytime, and they're making fun of me for using them on my turn. But anytime means also your turn. But like, you if, you, if you have something that can like boost your creature, you want to wait until you get attacked, and they're like, hey, "That's hey, one. Hey, that's one way. You. That's one way of going." But I don't know. Like, see, we you're all leaving, have. You're leaving value on the table, Abed. That's the thing. You're not optimizing your gameplay, which is fine. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But you will end up losing more games as a result, you know. See, but, Kevin, he he's like Doctor Magic, like he knows, like Magic Man. Is that what I called you? Yeah. Yeah. So like Magic well, Aaron is more. Aaron, Aaron's different because she's like someone I'm jealous of. Where it's like I play Magic, but then she came out of nowhere and all of a sudden is better than me, and like, kind of like in the field of writing, like I'm a writer and some other writer gets a job over me it's like god damn it i was here first sort of like that yeah. <laughs> sorry Aaron. <laughs> aaron's really good you know, at magic you're more of a spencer like you're kind of an older elder statesman with magic it's like you've been there a long time um yeah also i haven't played since high school so i'm not really that good Aaron. what I'm not good. I haven't played since high school. Oh, Abed, don't let yourself get down. I'm just a little baby in this world. You're like Whoa. a you're like my big magic brother. <laughs> I, I don't like. I'm not good at taking those kind of. That's a weird compliment. First of all, that is probably the weirdest compliment to get. Not as weird as Kevin's earlier. Kevin wanted me to be his neighbor. He said I'm. He wants me to be the kooky neighbor. Oh man. Abed would be the best kooky neighbor. No, can't you just imagine like being in the kitchen with the window, and then Abed's head just pops up and is like, "Hey, have you seen you know this this episode of Plumbo?" That yeah. that would be pure yeah, heaven to me. A special that would be window, great. and my head pops in, but it's like a show. You can't turn it off though, because what if you're like you're just like I want to be alone. I'm like, hey guys, oh my god, you eating? You guys are eating, right? 
<laughs> I smell food. <laughs> that's the best. That's what's good about it. I mean, but yeah, we got to figure this out. We got to sell this how, idea to someone. That's how I kind of got into this show, right? It's like my window popped up and you guys are like, oh, hey, man. But it's like, I'm distracting. I'm like going to drive you nuts. I mean, I'm stealing your the joke. Is. Yeah. Like you just made this joke earlier, but like you are the Kramer to all of our lives. Uh, yeah, but you don't want that guy around all the time. <laughs> Not all the time, sure, but you know you don't have to. You can avoid your neighbor. But well, that's no, from like, Bob I, Newhart, um, Kevin. Remember the uh, pilot? Uh, yeah, he, yeah. Because he would do that. He would come. He's who Kramer's based on. But he would come over and like eat food. He would hang out. You know, Bob Newhart would be like, uh, "It's time, time, time to leave." <laughs> I think Abed should be um, like. Have you seen the show Doug? You ever watch Doug? Of either of you? I would be Skeeter. No, no. Well, was it Mr. Dinkman? Oh, I think Mr. his name Dingle. is Mr. Dingle. He he was the inventor. Well, he wasn't an inventor necessarily. He, he like, mostly oh, bought oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I like, remember. I think I think you as the crazy neighbor who's like constantly inventing things in your garage or you're like building contraptions and stuff. I think that'd yeah. be really good. Yeah, I wish I could build contraptions. I mean, if I could. If I could go back in time, I would make myself more like technically savvy because it's something I've always wanted to be, but I just don't have the time or it's too late in life, right? It's like Spencer, you can't just go and become like a super good baker, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, people say it's not too late, you know, but I, I don't know. That, I, but why aren't they doing it? <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Some people do. I, I I knew a guy. I knew an editor who was a good editor, and um, I guess I don't know what he's doing now. But he was he's was going to law school at night, like for years, uh, trying to become an entertainment lawyer because he wasn't feeling like uh, editing was gonna maintain for so long. Well, because editing so, is is like it's monotonous. It's like you're doing like the same thing over and over, and it's like, I mean, I used to do a job like that you will go crazy. Like you can't do yeah, that. I mean, a lot of jobs are monotonous. All jobs, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's why they got to pay you to do them, you know? But, yeah. I mean, I mean, th that's nothing new. Um, sorry. I'm taking over your show again. I'm sorry. Like, uh, like last time. I wanted that. Yeah. You guys wanted that. The last time I, I think my friend watched and his criticism was like driving me nuts because I have this thing where I'm very negative about myself. So I have to like stop doing that. So mm -hmm. I want to thank your show for helping me point that out. You know, also I wasn't very funny, but we weren't trying to be funny. It's not like you were telling bad jokes. We were just being kind of serious a little bit. Yeah. But isn't that like boring? Like I think like, Oh, snooze fest. He's, he's like inspired. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it depends. It's like, what are you coming for? Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts just for info, you know? And if those are not super entertaining, I'm not like, hell, what's going on? I'm like, oh, this is really interesting stuff, you know? So what, what are you listening maybe they to thought right it was interesting. That's like blowing your mind for podcasts. Um, I literally just started listening to this podcast called What Went Wrong. It's about movies where they go through like the histories of movies, usually by going through books that were... Yeah, the best... Uh, the production of the movies... The best, there's a documentary called The Ghost of Peter Sellers. And mm -hmm. it's about, like you said, it's this movie that it came out, but it did really bad. But Peter Sellers is like bonkers. And just all of his demands and everything that he did on set, it like 
the director was reduced to like tears to like every Peter Medak. He did the wire and stuff. He, he basically lost his mind working on this movie. And he later talked to Peter Sellers, who was like, acted like it wasn't a big deal. And he's like, he's like, Peter, you had me fired. <laughs> you got me like in trouble on that set. Like he saw it differently. Anyway, I love that stuff, Spencer. Those stories. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. Because what's which one did, did they put, do that you're more that you were like, fuck, that's interesting uh i don't know the one i was just listening to was howard the duck and um, oh god they used a bunch of animatronics to make howard the duck and they also used little people and they didn't just use little people they used like a like a a child little person who is oh as as howard you mean yeah they uh they had they had three eight-year-olds that they were gonna (laughs) have trade off and then they're like, nah, this is too much. We're just going to get one 12 year old instead. And so they traded off between a one 12 year old and a guy who was like 30 or something. Um, yeah. Because like the whole head was animatronic. So they basically right. like put that on top of the little person once they were in costume. And wow. they basically couldn't see like at all. And they had to do, you know, very well, like things R2D2, being... like he couldn't see, you know, so yeah. it's like. That's pretty fucked up. But I was going to say, yeah, but he had less limbs, you know, like Howard the Duck had to like light a cigar and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Like baby Herman, like walk around. Um, Yeah, exactly. But but Kevin, did you like that movie, Howard the Duck? Because it's interesting, Spencer, because it's a horrible movie. But when I was young, I was young enough to like think it was amazing. Sure. Yeah, when it came out, I was, I think, the perfect age for it, which was not the age they were targeting. I think they were, like, they were hoping this was going to be, like, a mainstream blockbuster. Yeah, um, it, it did horrible, right? It did horribly. But, like, yeah, I think I was like I was probably 14, maybe, when it came out. Maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing here. Um, yeah, I was younger, but I was, like, I thought it was just the coolest movie. Yeah, I, I was the perfect age to be, have that immature humor enough to find that movie hysterical. I, I loved it, Spencer, and I'll never forget that it showed a duck character's boobs. Yes. That's mm-hmm. the thing I always remembered. Because when I was little, I was like, oh, that's what ducks look like without clothes. <laughs> yeah, that was back when they took risks, you know. Now it would be like you have to do a sequel to a duck's boobs or something, you know. You can't just have an original. Is that movie, uh, you know, it's fascinating you talk about that because I never think of that movie, like ever. But then, like, now. All you hear about is like that it was a disaster. You know, you don't even hear if the movie's good. People just go like, oh, it was like a huge, right? They say that before they even say if the movie's good. Well, I think people generally understand it to have been a bad movie. So maybe that's just, you know, they're moving on to the next topic, which was, man, that production was crazy. You know, (laughs) it kind of reminded me a little bit of Gremlins 2, which was came out within a couple of years that I think um, it was that same level of just like looking back at, you know, what was going on with that? You know, like that, that movie was just the most ill-advised crazy, you know, but again, when I watched it, when I was a kid, it was like, yeah, this is pretty good. I love Gremlins too. Now and then. Yeah. Same with Ghostbusters too, of like, it, it's really bad. But when, when you were a kid, you're like another Ghostbusters, like you're excited. Yeah. Because the second one really is, it's pretty stupid, right, Kevin? Right, Spencer? Yeah, sure. yeah. They, they, yeah. Both of those sequels are, were, I think, pretty bad. But I yeah. still love watching them. I mean, I would watch two over any of even watching one now because I enjoy laughing at how bad it is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the painting coming to life. <laughs> yeah. It's just so dumb. But yeah, anyway. It was like so, the cartoon. Um, yeah, you were talking about Gremlins and I jumped to Ghostbusters. Um, no, that's all good. I but, just wanted to know, what do you got going on later today, Abed? I think I'm just going to go home and watch The Shield. Oh, um, shit, Abed. Um, Kevin has left his chair. So, Abed, last like, week, um, before the show, Kevin actually told you that he might have to step away um, and that you'd have to fill Oh! In. Look what he got! Wow. Wow. Kevin, make noise so the camera okay. looks at you. So I actually have one of the props from Ghostbusters 2, one of the paintings I know. in my office. We talked about this, Kevin. And I'm giving this to Abed. We just can't forget to ship it to you. You know what? How far is where you live from Wisconsin? From where you were in Wisconsin, it was probably like a four or five hour drive. Oh, so maybe I'll just like pick it up. Yeah. Like the next time I'm there. So you don't have I don't to ship kind of hard to say but anyway huge yeah i'm a big you know what dan Aykroyd. the best thing about him have you guys seen dr detroit or neighbors with john belushi anyway or no nothing but trouble right i love dan Aykroyd's bad movies he makes the best bad movies like nothing but trouble is nothing but goodness it is like right kevin it's such a good movie yeah yeah no it I, I like. I don't think there's anything I've ever seen him in that I haven't enjoyed in some way. Yeah, me too. Or what about? Um, I love Coneheads. Like yes, Coneheads yes, is fucking. I watched it again. It's awesome. That's a movie, uh, Spencer. That was like a flop. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was a total flop. And I saw it as a kid and loved it. But then I watched it again, and there's a part in the movie where they go to the planet. Remember Kevin? And they fight the the monster. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. I mean, it's a very non SNL like movie because it goes to space and like Phil Hartman's like an alien. Like, what do we have here? You know, it's like ah, it's so good. Um, anyway, uh, poor yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Like he, I feel like those movies they come from his heart, but then they just did bad. You know, or like, did he do Spies Like Us? Um, I let me look. Hold on. I think he did because I like that too. Like that one is funny. Um, when Chevy yes. cheats at the, yes. t- the test. Yeah. Remember when he cheats on the test? <laughs> it's great. It's like, um, uh, man, I'm sorry I'm talking about movies, guys. This is uh, boring. No. Exit no, to Eden good. too was just so surreal. Do you remember that one? Which, what was it called? Oh. Exit to Eden with Rosie O'Donnell. That's <laughs> the sex one. Right? Yes, where the two of them play <laughs> these kinky people. Like they're like FBI agents or something. Have to infiltrate something, and they have to act like a couple. I just remember seeing a couple scenes from it, and seeing um... <laughs> it's from my it's from my coffee. <laughs> they distracted me. Um, like the commercial showed Rosie O'Donnell in that getup, and I was like, I am not going to see this. <laughs> Yeah, um, Rosie O'Donnell in this movie wears this like leather bondagey kind of outfit throughout a yes, lot of the movie. I, I just nice. remember seeing that, and I think that man, this is going to piss her off. But I just didn't want to see the movie. Um, sorry, Rosie. do you think she listens to this? Oh, it's going to piss Rosie O'Donnell off. Spencer, we got to get Rosie happened. O'Donnell back on. By the way, that was great when we had her. What's up? What did you say, Abed? I was like, you guys are probably friends. Um, we are. We're uh, we go way back. Funny. Yeah, she's just. I'm not going to go into it. 
<laughs> I actually introduced her to Koosh Balls. Oh, wait, that crazy game that you hit doesn't have a paddle? No, it's just a kind of toy. It's like a toy. Wait, is it like a, you smush it or whatever and you throw it? Uh, yeah, I you could describe you might be describing something else, but I think you could describe a Koosh Did you play the sure. game where you have a Velcro glove and the ball yeah. is Velcro and then you catch it and throw it? That yeah, was What was that called? That was more fun than baseball. Than catch with a baseball. Yeah, it was like a handicap. It was like a sticky glove. Because like I hate in baseball that you either catch it or you have to run for it. And this mm. one, you can run for it, but the you know all the velcro takes like the work out of it. So it's yeah. Because like, also tennis, like if I play tennis, I don't want to be the idiot catching the balls, right? If I was playing tennis, I'd want the the velcro on my racket. You know. That would be better. Yeah, I that think the ball is Velcro. Yeah, it's fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy. Yeah, I I think it would work. You might have to. It might take some some practice or something. Yeah, but we I wouldn't would, be as good as what's his face, uh, Andre Agassi. Yeah, well, famous tennis. Player. I never said we would be that good. So you know, oh, don't even good. worry about that. That's all. That's all good. But seriously, okay, Abed. Look, we gotta. Here's we gotta go on a road trip, Abed. We gotta go to Kevin's house. And bring back Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah, I know. I I do got. I do think that would be a fun road trip. And we, we got to film do, it. We'd have to film it. We'd have to document it because um, mm-hmm. I have to take my work with me. You know? We'd have to document. We've had to. We'd have to fort. We'd have to commit fraud. We'd have to like fraud inflate. Yeah, we'd have to like inflate the budget or something. You know, and then like. I would have to bring a friend of mine because he actually had that idea. <laughs> it's a fraud friend? No, no. My friend came up with this idea already and wants to – he would have to film it. The idea to commit fraud? What idea? The the road trip thing. Well, okay. So let's pretend I never heard of anything and you were just telling me about your friend who had this idea about a road trip. Right, right. So yeah, did, it would just be what's, what's this idea? What's your friend's idea? My friend's idea is kind of the same. Like he just wanted to document me going to do that. And then I said at the time going to do what to get the painting from Kevin to get the painting. Yeah. He had this idea. Well, because I had just found out about the painting was talking about it. And then he suggested that. Wait, who is this? I think, you know, him, but I don't want to say who it is. Okay. Does well, okay. Well, I think I told that person that he should recommend to you that he should film it. I think I gave him the idea to film it. You would be a good, uh, I think, sidekick because where I think I can't eat McDonald's, uh, Spencer, you're like, Oh, I love McDonald's, and so I'm like, Yeah, yeah, it's like we have a dynamic. Yeah, I'd like hand you the soda, and you're like, Yeah, that was that was zero sugar, right? And I was like, Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I have it all. I, it's in my mouth, but I'm like holding it, like, nah, like yeah. yeah. And then it's like I have a stroke from it. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, speaking oh, of shit, stroke, three percent sugar. No. Speaking of strokes, Savon writes, "I'd like to install an Abed window for her, for him to pop his head into, and you know, installing a window into your head might give you a stroke." He means That's our show, folks. Like Wait, what? He, he was talking about an effect where it looks like a window. 
Like I just know how he's thinking. Oh. Well, that's our show. Or he's saying a prop, and I. That's our show. That's our show off. At the show's over. <laughs> thanks for Do you have anything this. to plug? Yeah, no. Thanks for coming on. Sorry, uh, sorry to drag you on late notice. It doesn't matter. I was just hanging out. I had time. Uh, I will plug plugs. Try them. You plug them in. Yeah. Make stuff work. Power your devices. Power those devices. And. Uh, Thanks, special guest. Thanks to Sivan Aaron for uh, putting up with Abed being on my podcast in their house or whatever. No, it's fine. They fed me. That's good. What about you, Kevin? You got anything to plug? Uh, join uh, Spencer's uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash the Sitchler and Don't give do that. him money. And that's, that's all I got. <sighs> all right. All right. All thanks. right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Abed. I appreciate it. Uh, we like to end the show the same way we do every week. So until next time. Um, uh, last week before the show, Kevin told Abed uh, 